Welcome to a midweek special of number one crude mistakes. A little something to get you through the week. This is a little experiment. It might be half an hour. It might be nothing at all. You'll just have to see when Tuesday comes around. I was kind of thinking, I heard some rummaging about on the side of the camera and I was thinking... Well, if he's having a heart attack now, we're not going to believe him. (laughs) (laughs) It's not like we can do anything about it either. (laughs) You could ring an ambulance. Message his wife. We could (laughs) ring an ambulance to my address. That that would have been the easy solution, which I didn't think about. So I was thinking, (laughs) well, we could post on Instagram and tag his wife. (laughs) Yeah. Just a screenshot of us two on a blank screen. <laughs> it's the only re- Well, he's down. It's the only reason she follows both of you. <laughs> As an emergency yeah. number. <laughs> oh, uh, thanks. Well, that, that, that's nice. Being emergency contacts for you, Glenn. That's nice. <laughs> I've not got many other friends. We are friends, right? Tell me we're friends. <laughs> I was just going to mention that. <laughs> Consider us our or your imaginary friends. <laughs> no, as long as I can rely on you, imaginary friends. I don't think you can, can you? Don't work like that. Well, that depends on your imagination, I think. Yeah, I, I'm thinking imaginary is the. If there's anyone you could depend on, that's uh, your imaginary friends, I guess. <laughs> that depends on your psyche. Okay. Well. <laughs> <laughs> So, if we release this, uh, what should we call it? Midweek musings? I don't think we can call it what KJ suggested. What did KJ suggest? Half pints. I love that. Yeah? I'm kind of disappointed if we don't call them half pints. <laughs> well, we've never, we don't call the, the full episode a full pint, do we? Maybe we should. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we should go metric. <laughs> <laughs> oh, crap. I mean, I I remember I did not know that this was a thing, but I uh, had like uh, a lunch date with someone, and instead of having a coffee, they went for a quart, which I never heard of before. But that's like, it's not a half glass of beer, but it's a quart, and it's like uh, an amount you can drink and actually drive afterwards. And I never heard of that concept, so I'm thinking. Me neither. Okay, no, so we do so maybe we consider just... one to two pints, mm. and you can still drive. Mm. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, but that's you. Yeah, and then there's the question: can drive and allowed to drive? Those are also two very different metrics. I think I think most yeah. people consider one 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 full drink, and you're still able to drive. Well, that, yes, and so whether, no. whether you should I mean, drive or not is a different matter. <laughs> I could have a pint of beer and feel that, okay, uh, after a few minutes and just hanging around somewhere, I can get into my car and drive home. But if I slam a tequila, it's it's something in your brain. It might not be more alcohol in your system, but it feels wronger getting into that car. <laughs> of course, you, you, you're also left with that nauseating, wanting to puke feeling, which doesn't help. <laughs> tricky as well with the time of day i find if i have a you know if i have a pub visit in an afternoon which is very very rare a pint in the afternoon has triple the effect of a pint in the evening 
for some reason. Oh, clearly alone on that one. Excellent. Moving on. <laughs> I don't have enough uh, recent data for that. I think. No, I only have I only <laughs> day drink when I'm on holiday, and then, of course, that's not comparable data to everyday life. I guess so. Yeah. Do you only day drink when you're on holiday? Because that's the only time you can afford to drink. Because you're not in Norway. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> some reason i've written sound down on my notepad and i've got no idea what that's all about don't no <laughs> no i i don't remember what it was but you bought a camera didn't you i did now, i have yeah have you gotten around to try it no <laughs> <laughs> have you opened a box is there a camera I in there open the box and it's actually just over there on the tripod mounted and I'll show you because that always works so well on an audio podcast. But it's a 4K camera, hmm. apparently. I mean, is it or does it claim well, to it be? Says, it says 4K on the camera, hmm. if I'm not mistaken. But when I read the uh, specs, it didn't say the 4K resolution anywhere down there. But... <laughs> okay. <laughs> so it's a 4K <laughs> camera with 48 megapixels, apparently. It does say it in the instructions. And it came with a microphone and this thing on the front. It looks really yeah. good. I'm kind of annoyed because I was looking into that kind of camcorder style, but I didn't find anyone with Ooh, uh, a microphone input. Oh, okay. It works. At least it's it makes it. sounds, yeah. Oh, there's me. But you seem to have found one with the microphone input because I never found that in that price range because adding a microphone input really jumped another... There's a little thing here which you plug in to the microphone. Yeah, Yeah, that's that. What did it cost? It was too cheap. That's the biggest worry about it. It was 125 quid. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's, it's... Yeah. It's so cheap that it, it really puts up a couple of red flags. But then again, it really tickles your imagination. What if? So I'm very glad that you bought that. I'm, I'm so looking forward yeah. to actually getting some feedback. Well, I'm going to have... I mean, the, the cheap camcorder market is more or less dying at the moment, I think, because people are just using their phones. So it's the more... I mean, the, the next step up with the more expensive ones... Who actually has a market at this moment? That exact camera, if I'd if I'd gone wholesale straight to China, would have been seventy eight pound delivered. <laughs> but in you know two to three weeks, <laughs> yeah. And I've only gone down this route because I've always been very happy um, filming off my phone, but um, I've had memory issues. Not personal memory issues, but computer <laughs> memory issues. So I've had Dropbox, which was uh, free for a year, which was 100 gig of data, and I've just been sending everything I record on my phone to Dropbox. And Dropbox is brilliant because then you can save it to your device or send it wherever you want. But whereas if you send it, if I save it to um, other cloud storage on my computer, it doesn't seem to want to send it to where I want it to be. And I can't seem to be able to get it back from there. So I've gone down the camera route because I can just plug an SD card straight in the computer or plug the camera straight in the computer if I want now and run it that way. So that's the only reason I'm trying this out. 
I've been looking into getting a camcorder like something like that because I mean the optics are are much better for uh, getting depth and that sort of thing but I well I haven't been bothered to actually check out exactly what what I want what I need and I haven't found any deals too good to pass up um so there is I think the largest market now is the video blogs and that of course all the big camera manufacturer are targeting that area so when I was looking into cameras I was looking into the camcorder style and found a few really good ones but then I also found that Sony had just released a new compact camera for vlogging basically which also had the separate mm. microphone input and a shoe for attaching light and accessories and so on. But what really sold me on that one is since it's made for vlogging, it was really good at auto-focusing and tracking and really close-up work. And then I started realizing I'm not going to shoot panoramic shots with that camera. I'm in a very small workshop and I want the camera as close to the workpiece as possible. The furthest away is when I try to get myself in a semi-half shot or something like that. And then the lens on that one worked perfectly for that. So I did look into one camcorder, but it didn't work closer than, a, I think it was 70 centimeters or something away from the object. So that was too far away for doing close-ups. Interestingly enough, this this camera has a macro function on it, yeah, and also a, a time lapse, which I think is will be good for a YouTube video as well, which I didn't have on my phone mm -hmm. before. Right. Time lapse and slow motion is nice at times. Yeah. I think it would it would be nice to have a proper looking camera just when you're filming out in the wild so to say <laughs> so it actually looks more proper than just well i'm can i'm carrying around a big tripod and on it i put this <laughs> tiny little mobile phone <laughs> uh, that that being said it doesn't help having a compact camera because they are not they don't look proper either so you, you no. need something no, I, I would want one of those sony or or canon like the size of my head yeah but those cost a bit. Yes, I don't. I don't think they were ever made for the cheap consumer market. So, no. But yeah, I mean, I I always keep a lookout on the uh, on auction sites and that sort of thing for for something like that. But they never, yeah, never go for cheap. I actually saw a demonstration of those Sorry. cameras that you have on a trolley, which they use for like, uh... ooh, <laughs> that came with it, the, the handle. So that makes, I think once that's on, it does look like a proper camera. I mean, <laughs> you just keep adding yeah. stuff, yeah. like a transformer to yeah, make some, it look some so camera and Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's what I should do. Just make a case around my mobile phone I use to make it look, <laughs> look cooler. I did that. I, I got this metal frame that I mounted around the camera because it has more attachment point for handle and lights and the microphone and everything and it, it looks more professional straight out of the box. But it was really nice freeing up the mobile phone. I used my mobile phone and it, it did brilliantly uh, for a phone but it was nice having a a proper camera 
on a tripod rather than moving the phone about and then of course you were filming and then someone sent you a text message and then or something happened or <laughs> and uh, the phone actually got hot at some point if you filmed that uh, too high resolution and like after five ten minutes it just shut down overheating or something so uh, i'm looking that's probably what i'm most looking forward to actually is not using my phone i'll be able to listen to podcasts and um, music now while i'm working in the workshop as soon as you hit record i have a second phone instead i, I tried the second phone thing <laughs> But yeah, I was but using my, my old phone, I realised my new phone was better and it just didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, if you are if you need to buy something, then you could buy a camera instead of buying a second phone. Because if you're going to buy a second phone with decent optics, then it would cost just as much as a compact camera. Not if you buy it used. Oh, I don't buy phones used, so that's... Uh... I only buy phones <laughs> used. <laughs> I'm not forking out what they want for them <laughs> new. We get, I get our phones on a contract, and yeah. um, I've, I've been filming off the basic Samsung Galaxies for the past year, and I think they've been doing great. The the the, the current one I've been using, you know, it's got a 50 megapixel camera on it. It's been, I think the the, the video footage it's been picking up's been pretty good actually. Yeah, yeah. I use the Pixel Five. It works great for yeah. my needs. This sort of rolls onto this topic. I've just realised why I wrote sound down on my uh, notepad. Because <laughs> we were having a conversation about sound in our videos and audio quality. Ah, yes. <laughs> and I've had three comments this week on my videos, on three different videos, saying that the sound quality is not great. <laughs> <laughs> so what I, what I didn't realise on the last video I did is I edited it and did it through the headphones. And it sounded perfect through the headphones to me. And it wasn't until a day later when I played it back on the TV that I realised that the quality of the sound's really off. You can barely hear my voice. Hey, your your voice was a little, little yeah. low compared to the audio tracks. But it, it sounded absolutely fine through the headphones. <laughs> yeah. And then a, another a, another one today was um, I've just watched your the latest Strumstick video, and the I don't think your mic's very good. It doesn't show what the, the Strumstick. I, what I think the strumstick can do at the end, and I replied with, you know, thanks for watching, thanks for the feedback, but the whole soundtrack for that <laughs> video is actually the strumstick, so you listen to it the whole way through. <laughs> <laughs> but that that being said, I actually do, it's a bit because I do it on the way to work, but when I do like the quality listening through of the edit, I do that in my car, because that will give me, I mean sitting here in a quiet environment with good headsets on then of course you can hear everything but when you have a bit of background noise the quality of the stereo in the car isn't as good as any headphones so if it sounds decent there and it will sound decent on a lot of different devices and then i actually saw that and i don't know if this is just a joke or if it's true but i saw a video uh, where they actually show that the Foo Fighters actually do the same thing when they have uh, when they've played a new track or something, they always like go bring it out and they listen to it in the car because listening to it in the studio, that's of course okay, but most people will listen to it on their stereo in their car or at their home, so that's where you need to listen to it to 
to see if it sounds just as well there because that's what regular people are going to listen to they are not going to sit uh, listening to perfect studio monitors to like a uh, hundred grand so then I was th- sitting there chuckling to myself. So oh, it's me and the Foo Fighters. Yeah, <laughs> audio. <laughs> <laughs> when, I, uh, when I do the edit on the podcast and I send it out to you guys, I just I forget about it. I think I'm not touching this again. And I know damn well that if there's a problem with it, you or KJ will just sort it. <laughs> <laughs> so I just I just need a Havard to come around and watch my videos and check the sound quality for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, if you... Uh... If you get your cloud solution sorted out, you can just send me a link and I can <laughs> go yeah. in and tweak, put in some Easter eggs in the voiceover. And... <laughs> oh, that's so mean. I'll just take a, I'll take a step back in time and just post you the SSD, SSD card. Hopefully you can run through it that way. Well, that, that being fun, I, um, when I got my camera, it was last winter. And I had a plan for a YouTube video, which I still has a plan for. Uh, but I needed some winter shots. And it was a beautiful winter day. We had like a half a meter of powder snow and we had an icy lake close by. So I went there to do some really cinematic shots. And of course, I haven't bought any extra batteries for the camera. And I didn't take into account that the low temperatures made it run out of juice a lot faster than I thought. And that means that when I got onto the ice and I was going to film myself also chucking a hole in the ice, I got just halfway there with an axe because it was also so thick ice that I spent ages making a hole. And when I got back home and started reviewing the footage... I realized that all the footage was done in slow motion mode. (laughs) (laughs) So it's like I spent an entire day with that camera or what felt like an entire day uh, just walking around in the forest making shots and then onto the ice repositioning the tripod to get different angles of me chopping the ice Uh, using a shovel and then of course I was walking across the ice with like this um, like kids sleigh behind me with all the equipment on trying to get a really wintry feel and all of that footage is ruined Um, I I think I I might use a couple of them I can speed them up in the edit but it, it won't be as crisp and good so of course that project has now been postponed so if i'm lucky within two months i can actually reshoot all uh, the footage but then again this might be a crappy winter and we don't have ice on the lake so but i'm crossing my fingers but yeah that's uh that's for not reading the manual or taking time to figure out how things work you just get some new equipment and (laughs) i'm going to use this for a project now (laughs) i've got two things to say about that First is that my camera came with two batteries. <laughs> <laughs> of course it did. <laughs> yeah. And the, the thought of walking on a frozen lake is absolutely terrifying to me. How do you yeah. know when the ice is thick enough? Um, you don't? <laughs> yeah. Dig a hole. Oh, this, this is actually a lake where they do a lot of ice skating. So there is actually like a group of volunteers that actually drill holes. 
uh, all across the lake uh, to see the depth and all the thickness of the ice. And then, of course, uh, when it's too thin, then they put up signs that like the the season is over. Just bring an axe, and if you get bored of of uh, chopping before you see water, then yeah. it's fine. <laughs> that being said, um, for the next shooting session, I'm bringing a chainsaw because uh, making a, a block idea, yes. of that ice by hand, I I don't even with several batteries, I don't think I have the patience of doing that. So um. So I, I'm in the market for a chainsaw. So, uh, yeah. I recommend the still one. Mine's never let me down. I'm, well, I, I have uh, some oh, friends. You're going to go electric, aren't you? No, no. <laughs> Unless you can get it on Bosch batteries. Not for no. the winter. No, I'm thinking a chainsaw should be petrol. And, of course, steel is the preferred choice. Uh, if I ask any of my friends that do, like, forest work. But I also saw that uh, the... Don't remember the name of the shop, but I saw they had a, a campaign on. Uh, was it uh, Stiga, the Swedish brand, for like a uh, hundred and seventy pound for a like decent gardening one? I'm, I don't need the heavy duty stuff. I do rate their lawnmower, Stiga. They do some nice lawnmower. Yeah, and of course yeah. I don't need. I'm going to use it for that project, and we, we don't got a lot of trees or any other gardening use for it, so. It's just a matter of time before I mount it on a bicycle or a <laughs> kid's play tractor or something. It's going to end up in a project sooner than later. So buying a Stiga for that might be overkill. No, a steel, I mean. I've also got a uh, Kawasaki chainsaw, which is uh, you can mount on a four-meter pole, <laughs> which is great fun. <laughs> uh, Battery-operated or petrol? Oh, no. No Kawasaki engine on it. Oh crap! That must be heavy. It's not. It's not too bad. <laughs> it's not too bad. Yeah. Sound like a zombie apocalypse yeah. weapon. Yes. It's Sounds like a killer. spectacular accident waiting to happen. <laughs> that too. You just have to remember not, you know, to cut four four meters at forty five, and not looking up at ninety degrees <laughs> straight up <laughs> <on> your head. <laughs> that, that's too much for me to remember. I I, I can't do that. <laughs> Cheers, guys. Bye. <laughs> I'm going to be disappointed if we don't call it half pints. Just saying. You can call it half pints. <laughs> <laughs>